When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Who can go to trap sons and traps? Trap sons and trap don'ts. Tuni sons to hook them doorbolan. Tather stole them doorbolan. Everybody, welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. We have a great, great show uh, today. I got the monkey god, Jared Brooks as well as Max Payne Griffin. It's just me. Greg Wilson had some uh, issues, so we couldn't make it today. It's supposed to be me and Greg, but Greg, uh, we'll, be, we'll be back next week. Uh, I want to thank Speedweed. Listen, people, marijuana is legal in California, and there is no reason that you should have to leave your house to get it. Go to speedweed.com, at Speedweed. Okay, they have marijuana edibles. They have CBD oil. They have uh, THC sex lube. They have all kinds of stuff. And uh, just mentioned MMA Roasted. You get $10 off. Orders of $100 or more. So check them out, speedweed.com. Follow them at Speedweed. And let's talk to the great Max Griffin right now. Yo, Max Payne Griffin. What's up, man? How are you? I'm talking to you. I got my baby strapped to my chest. Uh, (laughs) You're on the MMA Roasted podcast. Uh, It's just me and you, man, today. How are you, man? I'm good, man. You got you got screwed, bro. I'm in the weird kind of place for a couple of days. Yeah, I don't understand. But, uh, I feel good, man. I don't know. Uh, when did you get back from uh, Brazil? I got back yesterday or Monday night. So Monday? Yeah, 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 Monday night you got back. So, oh, so you, did you have at least have like a, a day or two you could actually have fun in Brazil? Yeah, I mean we we enjoyed ourselves before we went out there. On that Monday, um, but yeah, we explored we're at the beach, different places, different restaurants. Um, it was fun, man. Now talk to me. So first round, you're beating this guy up, Tiago Alves. You're just you're hitting him. He you're dropping him. What you dropped him? What twice, three times? First round? Yeah, a couple times. Yeah. Now you think that should have been a ten-eight round? I mean, it could have been, but even if it wasn't, just for the sake of argument. Say it wasn't, you know, ten nine. Uh, next round, he comes back. I, you know, I, I get away from the jab, uh, bring him back in the fight. But if you look at the fight metric, um, he landed forty eight shots. Once I landed forty seven, and I had like eighty nine percent accuracy. Yeah, second round was yeah, close. Like 60. It was super close. So even if he won that round, it wasn't that. You know, I was moving around more, backing up more. Um, but I still landed the same amount of strikes. Now, were, were you surprised he was able to kind of take your punches? Yeah, he started hurting my hands. <laughs> you know what I mean? My hands are mush right now. His head, his head was so hard. You know what I mean? But then that third round, you, yeah, you got the takedown. You were beating him up. Where does he win the third round? And then I got it. I got. Actually, almost three takedowns. I took him down again, and I had two passes. He's on the ground for three minutes and 17 seconds. Yeah, so where does he win the round? Like, how could they possibly... Who give, How does he win the third round? Uh, like, for, argue, for argument's sake, <laughs> how does he win that third round? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like, like, like I said, having R. Kelly... And I outstruck him. And I outstruck him. Um, yeah. In that round as well. Like I said, having R. Kelly host the Teen Choice Awards is a better decision than that. It was bullshit. It was complete bullshit. Yeah. But I mean, do you think yeah, the, do you think the UFC knows that was bullshit? You think Dana and Sean Shelby and these guys know that you really um, won I that fight? I talked to Sean. I talked to Sean. I talked to Mick. Um, they, you know, they agree with me. You know, they agree with everybody else. You know, they they thought I won. Um, I mean, like all the employees, the announcers. Um, I spoke to everyone, employees backstage, um, everything online, all the charts, all the 
all the websites, their scores, everybody, you know? It's just uh, so they know I'll win. But for me, for me, it's more about the bonus or my win bonus, you know, my win money, you know? Um, and even maybe fight of the night bonus. But we didn't get fight of the night. We would have, but they didn't award one, which they always award one. Um, but so I mean that, but that's whatever. But at least my win money, I just I fight for a living. Like it's not, you know, I I can't fight somewhere where you win, and then like you don't win. <laughs> it's, yeah, to me it's like I I don't know, man. So I'm not fighting out there again. Um, I really just want to fight again soon, man. I'm in fight shape. I'm not hurt at all. My only injury is like my collarbone from just hitting him so many times with my right hand. It's like it's like tension on my chest, like just from that impact. Now it did. Uh, it did. It, it, it did appear. And, it did appear you were a little tired uh, in the second. Were you tired in the second round? I was catching some shots. You know, I was trying to recover. <laughs> you know, we landed a lot of shots at each other on that part in that round. You know what I mean? Um. You know, I don't know. Man, I was bullshit, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you had to deal with that. I, I felt bad. I was like, you won that fight. You won that. You can't tell me. The only thing that, like, you could say is that it wasn't, like, the judging in MMA is so bad that that wasn't the worst decision I've ever seen. And that's a problem. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, as bad as you got screwed, yeah. I've seen guys get screwed a lot worse. But that, that, that shouldn't take away from you getting screwed. But it's just like, yeah, he got screwed, but you're almost expected now in MMA. And, yeah. that, that, and that, that, that's a yeah, big but problem. I it was so clear for me. For me, like, it was so clear that I won. So I've lost like that. When, when it's tied up, you got to go in the third round. And then if you get taken down two, three times, like you're, someone's on top of you, you lost that fight. Yeah. I mean, you, you know you did, you know? When it's that close, um, even if it was neck and neck, I mean... You, if someone takes you down a few times and you're just getting just getting dominated, like you go, you, you know, you know, you lost that fight. Straight up, that's. I completely that's agree. One sometimes, you I, know. I completely and, agree. Uh, I completely agree. Maybe not. <laughs> Fuck, maybe not. No, yeah, you're right. Well, I don't know, man. Yeah, I agree. But, but, but I do not know. Um, I'm just gonna have to finish everyone I fight. That, that's just how it's gonna have to be. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, but you're no not. I mean, yeah, but I mean, you have you have good. to be but, not in Brazil. But you have good punching power. But you don't have like you're not Anthony Johnson. You know what I'm saying? Like that could fuck you up yeah. in the that could fuck you up in the long run trying to finish every fight because uh, there's times like like Aaron Pico. You know, you shouldn't have to have to finish every fight. You know, if you if you don't have like devastating. I mean, you have great power. Don't get me wrong. You're an amazing fighter. You're one of the best in the world. But if that's not your style and you beat someone up the whole fight, they shouldn't take that from you. Yeah, yeah, you you should win. Right. <laughs> you should win the fight. Yeah. You know what I mean? If, if you win a fight, I mean, you I mean, you could look at the control, the takedowns, the first round. And, and like I said, even I, I posted a thing yesterday from the UFC stats. It's all the stats. And I outstruck them in the third round. Yeah, I landed more punches, and I took him down twice, and it's you can't say that person didn't win that round. Like no matter who it was, it's just it's it's impossible. It's you know, well, you, for well, me, it's about the win money. You know what I mean? Like I won, yeah, I got another L, which is more shit. And like I said, Mick and Mick and Sean, they all know, they agree. Read everyone says, yeah, no, you won, man, everyone. So, but I mean. You know, I know I did what I did. We were both in the fight, me and Thiago. Much respect. I talked to him. You know, they didn't. You know, he, they didn't think they won. Him and Mike Brown. We talked to him after. They they didn't think they did enough to win the fight. You know, he's like that's good. Yeah. But, but but that doesn't make me feel any better. You know, I feel good that I I came out pretty much unscathed and fought my you know one of my idols. You know, but it's um, but is, is it is it primarily sure. the money? I'm, I'm always critical of myself. Now, what do you think you could have done a little differently? Yeah, I should have just finished him in the third, man. Um, when I had control of him for that time, I should have just, you know, threw more strikes, um, especially if I wasn't going to win. I mean, I mean that, you know, that's, that's 
you know, that's here, here and or there because, you know, shoulda, woulda, coulda, but I felt like I clearly won that fight. Um, I think so, now too. I'm just going to have to, like I said, fight somewhere where the judges award, you know, by what happens in the round. Um, I have to at least fight somewhere like that with some kind of accountability. Yeah, that's, um, that's rough. Otherwise, man, I can't wait to get out again. I told Sean and Nick that I want to fight like next month. I'm not harmed at all. I'm in fight shape. I'm ready to go. Yeah, but don't rush it if, if like because of a bad decision. You know what I'm saying? I've seen people do that before where something they get fucked over, so they kind of try to make up for it. And then they get completely fucking screwed. Like, you know, like, like Bisbing was so embarrassed by losing to GSP. I think he was like, I'm going to fight Kelvin. And, you know, on a week notice, then gets knocked out by Kelvin. So let your body recover. You know, don't, if it's not just because of the bad yeah, decision. Yeah, but, yeah, but what I'm saying is, like, like I don't want to fight, like, one more time this year. Like, I want to fight, like, again right now. Right. Like, well, I'm not gonna fight you. You know, but yeah, I'm in shape. I'm in shape. I'm not damaged at all. Like I said, my only damage I just have a short shoulder. No, no stitches. No, no marks on my face. No marks on my legs. Like I've never came out of a fight like this clean. You know? Did he hurt you at all? Did he rock you at all during the fight? It, it wasn't like a woe kind of rock. You know? It more made me fatigue in the second. You know, getting hit like that. It wasn't like I was stumbled, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He didn't really hit that hard, honestly. Um, that's why I didn't check a lot of those kicks. I, after, at first, I was, you know, expecting like a, like a crippling like kick, but they were just, you know, I I felt like I, I'd be better off just sticking them when he kicked me instead of um, checking them, and, you know. Right. They weren't that bad. Now, did you bring your girl with you to Brazil? Huh? Did Did you bring your lady with you to Brazil? Your uh, girlfriend? I or did. Did she make I it? I did. Now, that night, did she like? I know you're in a bad mood. You get back to the hotel. You're like those fucking judges. This is bullshit. Did she just lie you down, tell you to shut up, and like just ride you, or or no? <laughs> I don't remember. Um, she had. She did do that out there, but I don't remember which day it was. Oh, um, so it was like before the fight and wait, not after? Uh, after she was like, you're a loser and went back with him? I mean, come on. It was... <laughs> I mean, it was all good, man. Uh, okay. Now, like, are, now after the fight, are you, are you in a bad mood? Are you like not talking to anybody? Are you pouting? Or are you just like, ah, fuck it. That was bullshit. My, my baby wants to no, know, too. No, I was, I, was, uh, I was good this fight. It wasn't like I lost, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> It's different if you, like, really lose. Um, you know, I felt bad for my teammate Anthony lost his debut. Uh, I felt bad for him, but for me, um, you know, I did what I had to do, you know? And I felt successful, even though the judge did me. Um, yeah. You know, it is what it is, you know? Like I said, like, I know what happened. You know, I feel like I did win, like... I know I beat him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, man to man, like, me and him fought, and we were together, and that's how it turned out. Like, yeah. I got him. So I, f- I felt the I'm same way. I'm not going to let a judge kind of ruin my, how I felt about my performance. I felt the same I way. Can, I- it, it grow and do more of the first. You know, I have yeah, a lot of shit. I'm so critical of myself. I thought it was complete you know, bullshit. I made that around like that first round, and then it would have been that. So, you, you I, you know, I just got to learn, and I'm learning. And um, I'm really looking forward to going back out there. Now, two guys in your weight class are fighting for the title. Uh, Tyron Woodley versus Usman. Who do you think wins that fight? Man, I think uh, Woodley, man. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking Woodley because I think... Uh, Usman's going to wrestle him, try to wrestle him in that. But Woodley has really good wrestling defense, too. Woodley's proven his wrestling that he can keep it up so he can strike, you know? I think it's going to end up being like a striking battle. What about Askren versus Robbie Lawler? 
Aspen versus. <laughs> Man, they did her. I understand how they did her like that. Um, it's business. It sucks, but it's business. You know what I mean? No, no, no. I'm saying Ben Askren versus Robbie Lawler. Oh, I thought you said Aspen. Oh no, Aspen lad. Yeah, yeah, she got fucked over too. But I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Ben Askren versus Robbie Lawler. Oh no, I think uh, Robbie Lawler. Really? I think you have decent enough. We'll see if he can keep the stand in. If not, then it's not gonna go in. It's not gonna go well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So what about this week? Uh, Robert Whitaker versus Kelvin Gastelum. I'm going for my boy Kelvin. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Do, I mean, it's I just be a good fight, but I'm going for my man Kelvin, man. Have, have you ever have you ever trained with Kelvin? No, I uh, I don't know. I don't know. We must be lot each other in the uh, off online, and we were at the retreat. You know, he's good people. Man. Were you at the retreat when Mike Perry yeah. was like wanted to fight people? What's that? Were you there when Mike Perry was like starting shit with people at, at that retreat? Uh, yeah, they they they, they blow that out of proportion, though, you know. Yeah. They blow that kind of stuff out of proportion. Yeah, and you like owe him a little smack. I don't understand how like he's still like everyone just likes him, but he he, he like keeps losing. Uh. <laughs> I mean, you were the guy. I mean, you you really exposed him. Although his fight against Matt Brown, I hope Matt Brown wins, but I'm worried about Matt Brown for that fight. Is he fight Matt Brown? That's what they're saying. They're saying that that's going to happen. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he blocked me. I can't see none of his stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Perry blocked you on Twitter. Why? And on uh, Instagram. Why? Because he was talking shit. He was talking shit about my mom. And I sent him a bunch of pictures of him bleeding. <laughs> and uh, then you blocked me. So Can I got to smack him. I owe him a backhand slap. Yeah, your mom. Why would you talk shit about your mom? What does your mom have to do with this? It's ridiculous. He was having some... Um, he, he has those nails. He has those, like, crack nails. His nails are so long and nasty. Yeah, his fingernails—they're like, they're like an inch and a half, inch and three quarters long. Like they're just nasty. And I tell, I you know, he actually cut my nose. So in me and his fight, the only damage I had was him slicing open my nose with his fingernails. Oh my god! So I have a scar on my nose from that. So I give him shit every once in a while, like, hey, you need to cut your nails. <laughs> we'll do up, you know. Just back and forth shit, you know? Yeah. And then one day, he got really upset about it. You know, he said my mom likes my name, her name, his nails or something. I was like, what? I'll fucking... Yeah, that's over the line. Fucking smack you in the face. Can <laughs> you say anybody, anything else? I don't think and your mom would like it. I don't think your mom oh, would yeah, like I'm his nails at all. I'm going to smack him when I see him. Yeah, fuck that. Your mom would not like I really his nails. I really am going to smack him when I see him, though. I really am. Just so he knows, if you're listening. Um... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going out to Orlando in a couple weeks. Damn. What for? I'm going to his gym, to his gym to go train with some of the Fusion XL guys. Wow. You're going to his gym. Fresh, his coach, Julian Williams. Um, so, yeah, I'll be at his gym. <laughs> uh, the 18th through like the 23rd, the 22nd. Can you, can you make sure someone films this? Make sure someone puts this on like on a cell phone recorder. Someone, someone, you know, on on, on a camera, because I w want to see this uh, part two. You versus Mike Perry. <laughs> I'm going, dog. I already got my tickets and shit. Damn. Dave, you, do you watch my any of that? Uh, going for work. So I'll be out there. You watch any of the uh, bare knuckle boxing? I do watch it. Um. I saw that dude, though, uh, the main event. I know that dude, Julian, from The Ultimate Fighter. Yeah. And he, he, got, he fought that little Garcia dude, man, right? That was a great fight. Man, that was a great fight. Let, fucking yeah. Garcia put it on him. I mean, he, he, he dropped Leonard in the first round, but then Leonard just came back and just destroyed him. Yeah. No, he was exciting, man. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think that's so dangerous. I I would never do that. I mean, I would never do any of that. Would you ever think about doing bare knuckle boxing? I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> no, I don't know. My parents be in the UFC for a long time, so no. Yeah. Uh, Anderson Silva versus Israel. Saturday night. Uh, Israel is the truth, man. Um, Israel's the truth. Yeah, I really wasn't on that. Oh. I, I like wasn't on board until I saw him just destroy Derek Brunson and Brad. Tonight. Yeah, and, yeah, I was on board, but not on that. Like <laughs> you know, after the Brunson thing, I was like, yeah. This dude's a no joke. Yeah. I mean, I hope Anderson Silva wins, but I don't know about this one. Yeah, me too. Yeah. But, He's been out a while, you know. But yeah, this one's... He hasn't been the same since he got that broken leg, man. Yeah, well, he kept pop testing positive for like, what he says were like dick pills or something, you know, but I don't know. I mean, yeah. I don't understand. These guys need dick pills so much. I mean... I mean, what's going on here? Like, I, I've never needed a dick pill in my life, you know? Like, That's why you got the baby in your chest. Right. right? I just See? don't. I mean, your wife your wife rubs you a couple ways, and all of a sudden you got a boner. I mean, it's just like, if you got to think of someone else, think of someone else. I, not that I do, but the fuck, <laughs> what's, what's wrong with these guys? It's fucking lazy. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's lazy. Now, you think Anthony Smith has got a shot against John Jones? Alex? Johnson, what's his name? Uh, Anthony Lionheart Smith. Yeah. I think he has better than a 1 to 13 chance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might put I'm my... going to bet on that. <laughs> me too. <laughs> yeah, me too. I hope right, he wins. You see the odds? That's true. The 1 13? Yeah, 13 to 1. Yep. That's crazy. I want to bet on that for sure. Um, I mean, I think, I yeah. think Jones might get... He might want to prove a point. And do some crazy shit, and then get caught. You know, yeah, Anthony, um, he's good, man. He's real good. He's real sharp. He's real like, uh, like basic, but like, like deliberate. You know, like he's not too flashy. You know, he's kind of like Stepe. <laughs> like he'll just. I don't know, man. Like nothing He's great, good. but everything good. Yeah, everything is like good enough to win in any way, you know. Yeah, I would He's love for him to win. He's a nice guy too, and like yourself, he's 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 half black. So don't you got you have to root for him, right? I mean, don't you got have like a? Is he? Yeah, he's half black. Is he? Yep. My brother. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right? There you go. <laughs> there you go, right? All right. See, you got some more points and shit. Yeah. You if, know? If he's ha there's a, a lot of guys that are half black in the UFC. Uh, you, Anthony Smith. John Dodson is half black, half Filipino. Uh, who else? I, I think Robbie Lawler looks like he's half black. I don't know if he is, but he looks like it. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he's half something. Uh, I'm not sure what he is. Uh, who else? Uh, ben Henderson, I think, is black and Korean, right? Uh, ben Henderson. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. There's a lot of us. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, that, that's four. Like five hundred of us. <laughs> that's four. Uh, who else is half black? There's got to be more. I don't know. But well, listen, buddy. Uh, you got screwed, man. You got screwed, Max. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, but you got a, you got you got everything going for you. You're in the UFC. You got a hot wife or hot is it? She a wife or fiance or girlfriend? What is she? She's girlfriend. You got a hot girlfriend. She'll get there. You got a you got a nice kid. You have a kid, right? Yeah. How old's your kid now? He's seven. He's seven. Did he thought? Did he think you won? Yeah, he did. There you go. You're a good guy. He's a cheater. You live in Sacramento. You got everything going for you. All right. When are you coming back out of here, man? Hopefully soon. Hopefully soon. You'll be the first to know. I promise. I promise. I promise. Right. Promise. Well, listen. Keep your head up, man. For sure, man. Max Payne Griffin. You're the best. And I'll talk to you soon. 
Yes, sir, man. Peace out, brother. Where can people find you on social media? Find me at Max Payne MMA. M-A-X-P-A-I-N-M-M-A. Cool. Twitter, Instagram mainly. Holler at me. We definitely do. Thanks a lot, man. T- t- talk to you soon. All right, man. Bye. Yeah, brother. All right, that was Max Payne Griffin. I like that guy. He's a good dude. I thought he won. I, I, I know he won. I mean, I, what's it's just bullshit, man. I can't deal with this this nonsense, you know? It's like, you, you, you want to fight, you want to fight. It's fucking judges, man. But of course, it was like the judges in, you know, Brazil against a Brazilian fighter. It's, just, it's not right. It's not right, I tell you. Yeah, the, the guy. The guy won. You can't. I. I can't see how he. How, how he didn't win. I. I know people love Tiago Alves, and Tiago Alves is a great fighter, a great champion. Nothing but love for Tiago Alves. But Max Payne Griffin won that fight. Um, I'll, I'll watch it again, and I'll have the same opinion. He won the first, maybe even a ten eight in the first. And he won the third. You know. Anyway, we're calling Jared Brooks the Monkey God. Right now, the monkey god, good dude. Like this guy. What's up, people? Sexual performance issues, they're way more common than you think. Yes, it's all over the place. Over 25% of new ED cases are guys under the age of 40. 40% of men by the age of 40 struggle from not being able to get and maintain an erection. Even the world's greatest actor can't fake one. Who's the world's greatest actor? De Niro, Pacino, they can't fake an erection. And why do guys turn to weird solutions or do nothing when they can turn instead to medicine and science? Go to forhims.com. It's a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness for men. Thanks to science, ED can be optional because Hims connects you with real doctors and medical-grade solutions to treat ED. Yeah, there's no waiting room, no awkward in-person doctor visits, no lines. You could save hours by going to 4 It is so easy. Answer a few quick questions and chat with a doctor for confidential review. The products are shipped directly to your door. It's hard made easy. Say hello to your little friend. Try Hims for a month today for just $5. We'll get you started for just five bucks while supplies last. See the website for full details. This would cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or a pharmacy. Just go to hymns.com slash to ed that's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash MMA Roast E-D. Forhims.com slash MMA Roast E-D. What's up, people? Most subscription boxes are full of samples and junk you'll never use. But not Battle Box. It's the monthly subscription box for men, full of solid gear for adventure seekers, survivalists, and outdoor enthusiasts. Yeah, Battle Box is your monthly subscription for hand-picked outdoor survival and everyday carry gear. Battle Box introduces you to the best products, new gear, and innovative companies at a much lower cost than if you were to buy them individually. Plus, who doesn't like to get a package full of mystery adventure gear? I know I do. I love that stuff. So, go to trybattlebox.com slash MMA Roasted and pick the box you want. They start at just $25 per month. Plus, they release a video for each new box so you can see what's coming and how to use it. They shipped over half a million boxes and they've won Best Men's Subscription Box of 2017. Yeah, sign up today and be ready for anything. So now, through March, our listeners get a free tactical knife when you sign up for your first battle box at trybattlebox.com slash MMA Roasted. Yeah, that's trybattlebox.com slash MMA Roasted. That's T-R-Y-B-A-T-T-L-B-O-X.com slash MMA Roasted. Check it out. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos all commission-free. They strive to make financial services work for everyone, not just the wealthy. It's a non-intimidating way for stock market newcomers to invest for the first time with true confidence. They have a simple and intuitive clear design with data presented in an easy-to-digest way. Listen, Robinhood... They have so many advantages, okay? Like the Robinhood app, their cost, they have no commission fees. Other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade, but Robinhood doesn't charge commission fees and they don't keep all your profits, okay? Their design is easy to use. They have easy to understand charts and market data. You can place a trade in just four taps on your smartphone. Yeah, you learn by doing. 
okay? You can learn how to invest as you build your portfolio. You can discover new stocks and track your favorite companies with personalized newsfeed. And you get custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the right time to invest. Robinhood is giving listeners a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help you build your portfolio. Sign up at mmaroasted.robinhood.com. That's mmaroasted.robinhood.com. Hey, is this Jared Brooks, the monkey god? Yes, it is. What's going on? You're on the MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. How you doing, man? What's up, man? By the way, I'm uh, loving your rap battles. I had no idea how good of a rapper you were. Uh, you are right now in a, a major battle, not only against Brian Kelleher, but against Tyron Woodley. You're taking up every... Now you and Woodley are going at it. What's going on with this? Talk to me. Hey, man, I wish Tyrone the best of luck. He's going to need it against Kamaru. But, um, yeah, I just think that uh, I'm, a, I'm the best rapper in MMA. Uh, Justin and I, Justin Scoggins, he's going to be um, recording with me here soon. We're going to release some stuff. I don't know if I'm going to do a diss on Tyrone. Um, I'm kind of dissing people that I feel like uh, that I can fight. You know what I'm saying? In the future, I feel like that is a, a, a big key in where I'm at. But yeah, if Tyron wants the words, I'll give him the words. But as far as fighting Tyron, holy shit. <laughs> okay, yeah, you don't want to fight Tyron. But now, what ha- so you made a, you came out first, right, with this rap battle. You rapped, you were good. It was kind of just you, you, you were freestyling, or did you write the lyrics down? Okay, so um, actually, Brian, he started um, he started just doing regular raps. Uh, Brian Keller, right? He did regular raps on his Twitter um, handle, and I was like, and he said that he was the best rapper in MMA, and right. I was just like, no, says I. And then Justin, he started rapping, and then Justin and Brian kind of got into the rap battle, and I put my two cents in after that. But this has been in the talks for like the past month. But uh, I usually uh, write, but I can freestyle really well too. Now, have you ever rapped? Like, have you ever actually done an actual rap battle? Like, gone to one of those underground clubs? Or have you ever rapped professionally or been paid for your rapping? Or have you ever done a concert or anything? Uh, you know, I'm not usually a battle rapper. I'm usually just about uh, making music and. Uh, you know, making hip hop. Hip hop is different from you know rap, but I love I love battle rapping too, especially somebody that is a, a fighter and somebody I can dig dirt on. You know. Now, where can people hear some? Do you, you have any songs out? Can people hear any of your, your past your past songs or uh, anything? Uh, this is this is what I'm doing right now with it. Um, I kind of I, I kind of follow the footsteps of like uh, Roy Jones Jr. Uh, you know, he was a champion and then he released, uh, whatever stuff he was working on for the past years. Cause I mean, any rapper, they've been rapping for years, you know what I'm saying? So, um, except for Tyron, <laughs> I don't know what was up with that, but no, but, but Tyron, I mean, his first song was really good. Uh, I'll beat your ass. Yeah, I liked his first song. I mean, this was just him just doing a verse on someone else's song. Um, and people didn't seem to like it. I thought it was fine. What, what are people? Are people mad because I he's it was hilarious? Are people mad because he was throwing dollar bills at strippers, and he's got he's kind of a family man. Was that kind of what people were mad at, or what do you think was mad about? People were so mad about it. Um, I, one, it's just a bunch of haters. You know what I'm saying? Like people, people will hate even if you're doing really good. You right. know what I'm saying? So I can understand that platform, but uh. In the verse, he did say some stuff to where a father figure, UFC champion, I personally wouldn't say in a rap to where, you know, over a million people can see that. But, right. I mean, at the same time, I, I'm not going to hate on, I, I just said straight ass on your stuff. I wasn't even commenting on his, I didn't think that he would even see it. But, um, but yeah, he, uh, <laughs> he responded to me and he said, like, your fight style. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, so now you and him are now in like a battle, and because he, he was like, "Who the I fuck?" I would love, I would love to get in a rap battle with Tyron Woodley if he if he wasn't uh, just a killer, bro. Yeah. Well, he's a lot bigger. <laughs> if, than he did, if, if he doesn't, if he doesn't threaten to whoop my ass, I'll, <laughs> well, he's also a lot bigger. If you guys are the same weight, I'll, I'll think... dig dirt on Tyron and and do everything possible. But I know Tyron personally, and he ain't one to fuck with. That's for sure. Yeah. No. Okay. Got it. All right. Got it. Now uh, let's talk about your fighting career. 
You got cut from the UFC. Complete bullshit. You, you, I mean, all your, you just won your last fight. That was a fucking, you did great. The one fight you knocked yourself out. I mean, you, and the other <laughs> fight was a split decision, right? Yeah. Yep. So you really haven't, and then you, and then you also, you were basically what, three and two in the UFC, four and two? I was two and two. I, um, I lost, I lost to Jose Torres and Davison Figueredo. And, um, yeah, that's what, here, one sec, man. Sorry. I think we lost him. All right, we're, we're going we're gonna to call him back. All right, here we go. All right, we are calling the monkey god. I'm sorry. Oh, it's all good. It's all good. So you lost to... Uh, yeah, I, I, I lost to Figueroa, and I lost to um, Torres, but I beat uh, Shelton and... Um, well, I forget his name, to be honest. The last guy you beat was, but, uh, was a killer. Yeah. The last guy you beat was a killer. And they were, you, you beat him like, everyone was, you were the underdog in the last one, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you, and you, you look great in that. The Torres fight, I don't really count that as a loss. As much as I love Jose Torres, you, you were dominating that fight. You just knocked yourself out. You really, I think, only lost one, <laughs> only lost one fight. Um, and that, even that was an argue you could win. And then they cut you. That, what's, Why? How did that happen? Well, um, I, I was hearing through the grapevine and stuff like that, that they were going to cut the division and stuff like that. And, you know, when I got cut, I was like, okay, well, you know, at least the rest of the flyweights are getting caught, you know, and we can go to another promotion or something like that. But at, at, in the end game, it kind of, uh, I'm dude, don't get me wrong. I'm going to be in the UFC at 125 or 135 anyway, but, um, you know, fighting back is, is the, the biggest thing. And I got two fights in the next two months that I'm going to be doing real quick. And uh, I just got to, you know, climb back up and, and show my craft and, and hone my skills and show everybody that I am one of the best of the best in the world at any weight class. You are. I mean, you absolutely are. I mean, you're, you're a wrestling. You were like, what, a five-time state champion or something? It was kind of insane. Uh, or four-time? Yeah. I was... I was a three-timer, yeah. Three-time state champion. Your jiu-jitsu, according to you, you'll beat any brown belt in the world in jiu-jitsu, uh, possibly black belt. You got in my weight. In your weight. weight. Okay, in, in like your weight. Your striking is great. And then I saw you're, you're fighting in some like uh, like high school gym coming up. Like, what is this bullshit? Where, where are you fighting? Uh, <laughs> I'm fighting for TWC. It's called Total Warrior Combat. Um, it's uh, Pete... Chung, he's really uh, he's really interconnected with uh, Uriah. Uriah brings his guys okay. that you know want to get in the UFC. It's pretty much a building kind of uh, place. Okay, and who are you fighting? I'm fighting Josh Robinson. Uh, he's he's fought a lot of UFC uh, veterans over the past years, but um, I'm going to go out, do short work, and show where I am in the sport. And you know, I'll be in the UFC within the next half a year to year. One thousand percent. I mean, don't don't overlook this guy. Uh, obviously, we can't overlook him because we need the win. Oh, I'm not. Uh, we need the win. Um, uh, so now, but have you thought about going to like a Ryzen or um, some of these other promotions? You know, um, I have had a lot of conversations about this with my manager and coaches and uh, stuff like that. When it comes down to one, uh, Ryzen is just like. You know, they're looking for some kickboxer kind of guys, which I have, like, totally rotated my style in fighting. I mean, I am a great wrestler and everything, but uh, my kickboxing skills have gotten, you know, right there with the best of the best in the world. So, um, hopefully, you know, I can get a call from, from Ryzen also, but 1FC, they don't want, they don't want me at 115 because all their, uh, their Asian promotions, they have, you know, their... Filipino champions they have you know that are making them money so when they bring an American in there that talks trash and stuff like that then they don't really like that so I understand where they're coming from but I mean I can adjust I can do anything that anybody wants me to I'm a mixed martial artist so right now I mean, could, you, could you make 115 oh easily man I weigh like uh probably 128 pounds but I'm like literally starting my uh 
my pretty much diet of getting bigger. <laughs> wow. It's so hard to gain weight. Wow. That's crazy. I mean, because when I see you on TV, I, I you look like you're like 180. I mean, not that you, you, just, you just look very, you just look huge. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're all fucking jacked and shit. I can't believe you're 128 pounds. That's crazy. Yeah, man. I don't cut weight at all to get to 125. That's why I feel like I'm uh, a big uh, dark horse in this division, man, because all these guys are killing themselves. And after three to four years, you know, it's either you're going to have the new guy that is, you know, green in the sport or the old guy that's dead from cutting weight. Right, right, right. Speaking of which, were you surprised at the TJ Dillashaw Cejudo fight? No, I wasn't. I saw uh, Zahudo. He looked a lot more full. He looked a lot more hungry for the title. And um, I think if it happened again, uh, I don't think it'd be a, that quick of a knockout, but I feel like um, Dillashaw would get beat again at 125. Wow. Now, what if they fought at 135? That's a different story, man. Um, I think that <laughs> TJ Dillashaw is a hell of an opponent at 135. But... Um, you know, cutting cutting down to 125 and then going back to 135, you don't get your mass like uh, you usually do. So who knows? Yeah, I was like, I mean, when he got pushed over in that fight, like when Sudo just pushed him and he went flying, I'm like, this is not good. This is not good. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's that should not yeah. happen. It, it It made me realize a lot about what this sport is about. You know what I'm saying? He has a lot of, uh, Henry Zahudo has a lot of star power that hasn't been brought out yet. And um, I would be, I would like to be one of those people that brings it out of him. Well, listen, man, you're on your way. I mean, you're honestly like, like I watch you fight. You're, you are one of the best in the world. It's just a matter of people realizing it. You just had a, the, the, the Torres was an unlucky break. Um, but you're right there. And I don't know. I mean, the 125, I don't understand. I, I get it. 125 isn't a draw. But I think also having like uh, Demetrius Johnson as the, as the poster boy, as great as he is, and I love him, but in this like attitude era of the UFC, didn't help. Yeah, you know, it's like people want to see true, man. The, the the Conor McGregor's or the John Joneses or the the Cormiers or even the Ben Askren. They want you to have a personality, and that's just not Demetrius Johnson. Yeah, I, I feel like he, he's somebody that, you know, belongs in one. He's a very respectful mixed martial artist, always, you know, hones his skills and doesn't overlook anybody. He's he's very smart and compelling. But if you don't put anything out on the line, nobody's going to watch you. So I'm going to put I'm going to put my ego and everything else on the line so people will watch me. Just like Artem LaBeouf said, he said that it doesn't matter what his record is he's still more successful than 80% of the UFC just because people watch his fight. I know, which is crazy. But also, but if he wasn't McGregor's best friend, nobody would watch his fights. True. <laughs> I mean, Arnold LaBeouf is a mean motherfucker though, bro. I would not fuck with Arnold LaBeouf on any day. I'm, I'm like, any on my best day, that guy's a fucking killer, but he just happened to be McGregor's best friend. And it just happened to be like that guy. McGregor is such an enigma that his friends become celebrities in their own right. I mean, if Dylan Dennis didn't, didn't that's true. If Dylan Dennis didn't become friends with McGregor, people wouldn't know Dylan Dennis. But his friends are almost like they're almost like it's like fucking. He's like the Joker, and these are like the Penguin and like the other guys, the Riddler. You know, it's like he has this fucking. That's awesome, though. This <laughs> band of fucking idiots. That's so cool. Uh, who do you think wins, Cowboy or McGregor, if they fight? Uh, I think it, it would be a, a nice win for Cerrone. Um, you know, if he doesn't get caught with a with a pure left hand. But uh, I think that Cerrone is just somebody that digs and digs, and he's a chopper, and he's better jujitsu, um, better wrestling. I think that he could get Connor on the ground. But I mean, don't get me wrong; I will never ever count Connor McGregor out because I did that earlier in his career. Yeah, and I learned that's a mistake to do. Me too. I kept betting against him, and finally, I'm like, he's gonna beat Khabib, and then of course I ended up losing that bet. I was just. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, your boy, Adam, Justin. What are you talking about, bro? You're one of the best comedians out right now, son. Oh, thank you, man. Well, I, you know, I, I look, it's just, it's like you. I just got, I'm, I'm waiting for that, that major exposure, but that's the thing. It's like, you got to stay ready. You can't, you know, all of a sudden be ready when the, when like the spotlight comes on, you have to be ready already. You know, the, I, I've yeah. seen so many comics like, yeah, they get their shot, but it's too early or too late. They, either they're, they, they, they're not in their peak. It's like I have to be every night doing comedy, getting better and better and better. So when the light finally shines on me, it's like, holy fuck, where'd this guy come from? And like people like you will know that, yeah. but other people are like, are going to be like, oh, he was an overnight success. Yeah, 20 fucking years in the making, you know? But <laughs> yeah. That's just. Uh, Dude, I feel you so much on there. It's just the nature of the beast. But that's but you see that with sports all the time. I mean, you see the guys like a guy like Winky Wright in boxing or or some of these guys that just they even like Robbie Lawler. He just like but when he finally got his title shot, like the hardcore fans knew Robbie Lawler or Eddie Alvarez or yeah. some of these other guys. Like everyone knew who these guys were. It's just like all of a sudden these new people were like, Holy fuck, did you hear about this this fighter named uh, you know, whoever it is? Like and you're like, oh, Yeah, I I of course I know who that is. I've been following him for you know, 15, 20 years or, or seven, eight years old, you know? <laughs> and everybody thinks he's new. Yeah, everyone, people are just like, oh my God, you know, but but there are a lot there are a lot of guys out there. There's a lot of guys out there that are just grinding. Like, unfortunately, Colby Covington was that guy that I thought was like, here's a guy that you want to watch before he started opening his mouth. And now, now, now people like, the light got shine on him and for better or worse. But there was a guy that was like, just an underground, just working his way through people, you know? Um, yeah. And, and there, are, there are a lot of guys out there like, like doing that. You're like, oh shit. Like if this guy, like Amanda Nunez, like when I, when I saw her fight, I'm like, this girl could be the champion. You know, when she was beating Sarah McMahon and girls like that, I'm like, and people were like, yeah, right. I'm like, no, like look at the way she's beating these people. She's not beating fucking schlubs. She's knocking out people in one round. Eventually she got her fucking shot and she's knocking out Cyborg. But yeah, you know, I, and I, hey, I, 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 I fucking love. I think Amanda. I think Amanda needs to accredit me my uh, my wrestling skills to her because I was the American Top Team wrestling coach. Really? Uh, for the girls. Really? <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. She ain't. She ain't ever got taken down. You wait. So you're the girls' American Top Team coach now. You are still. No, 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 not anymore. I left uh, when Scoggins left. Ah. Did you... But Amanda, hey, Amanda, nobody knew who Amanda was when I was working with her and her girlfriend and Tisha Torres and uh, the rest of the girls, Carolina, every one of those girls. Wow. Wow, wow. Now, how, how good is uh, that other girl, the, the Olympian in the uh, PFL? Um, the the you, Olympian? Uh, Kayla Harrison. I have never worked with her or seen her, to be honest. Uh, she's a two-time gold medalist. Uh, she's over at American Top Team, but she's she's bigger. She's one fifty-five. And oh, and, well, <laughs> that might be good for for Amanda then. So she might actually get that credit. Yeah, yeah. Well, she is, but she's actually, but she's also um, they're, they're doing a tournament, a PFL tournament for the winner gets a million dollars, but there's they can't find any girls. Yeah, yeah. To be in her weight class, like how many girls do you know are one fifty five? Yeah, I mean, I, if I were Cyborg, I'd be jumping on that. I don't know. She might be Cyborg might be making more money than uh, the UFC. A million bucks, really? She, dude, Cyborg is a big draw in Brazil. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. If Cyborg never got popped for those steroids back in the day, I feel like she would be so much more appreciated by everybody. Um, but, you know, it's just the way she looks, you know, to your average girl, uh, girls are going to be pissed off because she looks like a dude yeah. and then the dudes are going to be pissed off because she looks more masculine than the man. Well, it's funny that like, people are always like, she looks like a dude. I'm like, uh, what dude is that? I, I fucking don't look like that. I'm a dude. I've never in my life come close yeah. to fucking looking like that. <laughs> she looks like, yeah. I mean, like, I'm working the shit. Yeah, 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 one 1,000%. Uh, now, what happened with Tank Scoggins that last fight? That was the weirdest submission I've ever seen. Man, you know, Justin is just, he's literally one of the best mixed martial artists like I've ever worked with in my life. 
And when he gets when it gets to the ground, he he just doesn't work there enough, dude. He beats everybody up. Like it doesn't matter who it is in the gym. It could be from 155 down, and he is like literally beating the shit out of people. But when he gets in the the fight, he gets a little tired and a little winded, and then he's on the ground. Shit happens, man. Uh, but I wish nothing but the best of luck to Justin, and you know, hopefully he can get signed back to the UFC also because he deserves to be there. Yeah, absolutely. It's funny though. He was like, afterwards they were like, "What happened?" He goes, "I still have no idea." Uh, like he got that. That was a crazy submission. He he got caught in. Yeah, TP submission, bro. Yeah, I've never seen that actually work, and like I've seen it work on like. Like when I'm eating out chicks and stuff, and they do that stuff just to like make me feel better. Uh, but I've never actually seen it work in a fight. Hey, when I fought in Pancras, those dudes over there will come up with the craziest submissions and they run it like it's their job. So when you go to Japan, you better be ready to either get heel hooked, triangled, everything. Yeah, those guys are sneaky, man. Uh, who do you like this week, Kelvin Gastelum or uh, Whitaker? Um, I'm a really big fan of, uh, Whitaker, man. He's just somebody that has been through the up and downs and just killed everybody in his way. The best of the best. But I mean, your Romero deserves, deserves to fight Kelvin, in my opinion. Deserves to fight Kelvin? I should, I, I think that Kelvin and Yoel should fight to fight Whitaker. Oh, right, 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 right. First of all, Yoel, I think that guy's like 90 years old. You never know with those Cubans how old they are. The, like they say that, I think they just, yeah, fucking yelling gay Jesus. That guy, he's such a anomaly because he's got, he beat Kale Sanderson twice in wrestling. He never uses his wrestling. <laughs> like, like, like he fights for literally 45 seconds for 15 minutes and then he just kills people in that 45 seconds. Like, he just, yeah. it's crazy. Um, but that, yeah, that Whitaker fight was awesome. In Miami. Yeah. In Miami, we had this, um, we had this uh, place that we went to called Little Cuba where Ricardo Laborio used to take us, me, Justin, and Hector uh, Urbina. And it was Yoel Romero's place where his trainer was. And Yoel is one of the realest people, like he's the realest inside and outside of the octagon that I've seen. Like literally he chants Jesus inside <laughs> the place that he's training at. Wow. What was it like being teammates with Hector Lombard? Oh, well, um, the first time that we trained, we got into it because I took him down and he wasn't really fond of that. You're 125 and, uh, pounds. That, He's like one. After that, I kind of, I kind of did this submissive puppy thing, like don't beat my ass, Hector. And then he was like, "You part of my team now." <laughs> and I was like, "Cool. <laughs> how, wait, I'll do whatever you want to do, Hector." <laughs> how How did you manage to take Hector Lombard down? Uh, just not using any uh, physical strength. <laughs> I just did a super duck on him. Uh, uh, it's something that you don't even have to touch the guy. Yeah. To get behind him, the, so the, I just used my speed and athleticism to get behind him, and uh, I think yeah, he was a little mad, but I mean, Hector's my boy at the end of the day, and I wish nothing but the best for Hector. Yeah, me too. Wait, so you used the Bubba Jenkins Super Duck? Oh yeah, it was better than Bubba Jenkins Super Duck. Wow, wow, that's a fucking claim right there. I mean, hey, he look up, hey. If you want to see one of my super ducks, look up uh, Dapper Dan Dirty Super Duck. Really? What? What you you like? You like show it? You did it like in, in a fight or a match or where is it? Um, it was actually uh, I was on Team USA versus Team Pennsylvania. It's called the Dapper Dan Classic, and they take their best Pennsylvania wrestler versus you know the number one ranked recruit in the nation, which I was at the time, and. Uh, yeah, they, it, Flow Wrestling just hit, like, it was one of the nicest super ducks that they've seen. Wouldn't Pennsylvania be in the USA? I don't understand that. <laughs> yeah, I understand. Like, it's just Team USA. Like, they're saying that Pennsylvania is that good of a wrestling state wow. to where they could take on the best of the best who won? in the nation. Who, who won? Oh, USA. Oh, good. Easy. Good, good, good. Good, good, good. Yeah, the number one ranked recruits in the nation. So were you and Colby friends back at American Top Team? 
Me and Colby? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Col- Colby and I never really wrestled at all. And uh, I didn't even like, I didn't even think much of Colby when I was over there, to be honest. Uh, I overlooked him. And uh, him and Jorge Masvidal, and they both just completely rose to their talent, and they have done nothing but just kill it in the game. Was uh, Mako your wrestling coach over there? Masvidal? No, Mako. Oh, no, 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 no. It was Tommy. Tommy Barzini. Got it, got it, got it. Who do you like, by the he's, way? Uh, he's Go on. What do you say? Uh, Tommy's what? What were you saying? Uh, Tommy Barazzini. He's uh, Robbie Lawler's uh, pretty much head coach now, but he was uh, Iran's Olympic wrestling coach for a while, wow. and then he transferred over to American Top Team with when he was talking to Dan. But uh, yeah, that guy, that guy's a crazy good wrestling coach, and Mako is too. I went to a couple of uh, Mako's wrestling sessions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was funny. Here's something funny. Like I was, when I I was performing at Oklahoma State University back at like when they were all there, but I at that point I had not followed. Yeah. I hadn't followed college wrestling in years, or you know, I was just like I was doing comedy and I like I offended the entire school. But the first show was like at a sorority house. It couldn't have went better. It was me and like fifty OSU sorority girls, and then they afterwards were like, hey, we got you a second show, and it was like I was on like a table doing comedy while everyone's playing like poker, like like fake card night. No one's looking at me. So I just call them like, I'm like, you guys are all losers. None of you guys are ever going to get laid in college. I, I was just doing anything I could to like try to make them laugh, which is not going well. Uh, yeah. So that night I'm out by myself, like drinking by myself. That's how bad it went. I, don't even, I never even drink. And I, start, I look over, I see these guys with like massive cauliflower ears. So I'm like, oh, you guys wrestle, blah, blah, blah. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they, like, they took me under their wing for the night. I told them I was a comic. It was this guy. Zach Esposito was the guy, right? And, Zach, yeah. and Zach's like, hey, we want to hang out in my trailer? I was like, I thought, it was, I thought he was joking, right? And it, it really was like an actual trailer. Um, so it's me, Mako, Esposito, and like a couple other guys, right? And we're having the best time. Like these guys were just, they, like, they, Esposito was like a big Jim Norton fan. So I called Jim Norton for him and he couldn't believe it. He was like, holy fuck, Jim Norton from Opie and Anthony. And these guys, I mean, just the sweetest guys, Mako. We're talking about girls with me and Mako. So at the time, I watched like an ESPN thing and I'm like, I, I watched this thing on ESPN Wrestling where, some guy and his dad went to jail for like embezzlement and he was the heavyweight. And I'm like, I think he went to Iowa and it was like, everyone just starts dying laughing because it was Mako. <laughs> he was like, that was like, that's my dad. I'm like, oh fuck. Sorry, man. Like, dude, they laugh for like, dude, then, then there's a guy with like, then there's a guy at a bar. We meet, we meet this guy at a bar. He has no shirt on. He's double fisting beer, beer bottles, drinking like a fucking psychopath. And they're like, that's our national champion, Johnny Hendricks. I'm like, that's the fucking national champion? I was like, holy fuck. Yeah, it was those guys. Crazy, right? I used to call him Sully from Monsters, Inc. Yeah. I mean, like, I, was, I couldn't believe it, but they were the nicest guys. Just a fucking, just a sweet bunch of guys, man. Uh, yeah. And that dude, that dude does some crazy ass throws, too. Like, I have never seen somebody, I mean, he has a big ass body, don't get me wrong, but somebody with... That big of a body do small man moves like he does. Yeah, he's got these little little arms, but like he's just a he's a complete badass, Mako. Uh, I like <laughs> it. Yeah. So now I gotta ask you because you know Dan Lambert pretty well. I, I never met Dan Lambert, but so he's managing Colby Covington, right? And it seems like for a while Colby's antics are working. You know, he's like the Trump guy. Kind of took off where Chael left off. Of he's like he's the red state fighter. You know, kind of says it like it is, talks all this shit. But now it took a turn for the worse, where he's like, I'm suing the UFC. Dana White has bitch tits, all this other shit. Is there any way that Lambert is, is telling him this is a good idea? Um, you know, you got two, two rich people fighting over a fighter. You know, that's, that's how I see it. I think that, that Dan is kind of pushing pushing the envelope a little bit with Colby, you know, saying that Colby should sue and stuff like that. That just doesn't, it does, that doesn't make sense to me. But, um, you know, getting money for Colby, that is a, a big priority for Dan. So um, I think that that is, 
you know, the biggest priority in Colby and Dan's part and uh, Dana, it's, you know, trying to be as fair as possible, I guess. Now, who do you think wins that fight, Colby or uh, Tyron Woodley? <clears throat> that is a very tough, because they've trained together. Um, I feel like Colby is a little bit more um, structural, but Tyron, Tyron is just somebody that is athletic and can put you out at any time. Yeah. I mean, I just think, like, right, I, I hate to say it, I like both guys a lot. I hate to give, if I had to get the advantage in cardio, I'd give it to Colby. But, and yeah, cardio is definitely Colby for sure. But everywhere else, I would say Tyron. Yeah, Tyron is just a, a, a danger. Like, I mean, you know, I've fought some people that I've been like, oh, well, that's not how I thought it was going to be. You know, I didn't think he was going to be that tough, you know? And Tyron is one of those people where you have to be inside of the octagon with Tyron to be like, damn, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the only thing I think what Colby has going for him is that he could possibly get Tyron so angry <laughs> that Tyron, like, gets, <laughs> gets tired by round three, like, exhausted because he wants to knock him out so bad, you know? But that seems like a pretty and obvious, the thing is, you know... Colby, Colby hasn't gotten a fair shake with the fans, man. I mean, he, he has said some shit, don't get me wrong, but that but people don't understand that this is entertainment, bro. This is like, this is not... So he's trying to change the game, you know? Yeah, yes, That's all he's trying to yeah, do. Yes, I, know, I agree, but... I know Colby personally. Yeah, right. He's, he's a nice guy, but he does have that, like... I remember Ben Askren telling me that, like, he was coaching at ASU, and one of the guys was wrestling Colby Covington in college, and in the middle of the wrestling, uh-huh. ma- in the middle of the wrestling match, Colby looked at Ben, and goes, "You don't want none of this." He's like, "He's like, you're next," because he was winning the match. And Ben's like, "I'm the fucking, yeah. co- I'm the coach. Like, I'm the, like, I'm the, like, what? I've never like that. That's to me. I was dying laughing when I heard that. I, but that's that's awesome, though. <laughs> that's some, that's something that you know people should be celebrating and not deeming, you know. But I, I, I have you have you ever heard of a wrestler talking to the other person's coach like one like in wrestling in college wrestling? No, that's crazy <laughs> to me. <laughs> I wouldn't challenge any coach in college wrestling. Yeah, like, you can imagine like a wrestler going up to John Smith, like what, what motherfucker you want? You want some of this? You know, or uh, Kale Sanderson. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Fucking crazy. Hey, hey, he, if, he, if he has a big head, he has a big head. But the thing is, Colby never wrestled me. He was always afraid. And you can, I'll, you can relay that on to Colby, too, because him or Jorge Masvidal, they never wanted to wrestle me. Really? Wow. Yep. And, and then, and like, you- I was pissed off, too. I was like, I was like, you got Colby Covington, Oregon, you know, All American. I didn't get to wrestle him. So you went up to him and you said, uh, "Hey, you want to wrestle?" And he, he said, "No." Yeah, hey man, Jorge Masvidal. Masvidal said he didn't want any problems. He was being real with it. Now, uh, now maybe in MMA wrestling, who do you think wins in MMA wrestling, Colby or Tyron? Like they just had a strict wrestling match. Colby or who? Tyron Woodley, straight wrestling. Oh, uh, a straight wrestling match, Colby. So maybe Colby, Colby does have the advantage in wrestling. I mean, it's just striking with, with, with Tyron. You're saying like his striking compared to Tyron? No, I'm saying like I'm trying, I'm trying to go over who has the advantage, you know? Like I said, cardio, Colby, uh, striking. Uh, I think maybe wrestling Colby, striking Tyron. Yeah. Striking Tyron. And then grappling. Who do you think wins grappling? Straight grappling. Um, I would say Colby. Yeah, this fight. I gotta, maybe I gotta the fight go with Colby over Tyron and grappling. But Tyron did take Damian Maya and like make his game minuscule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so did so did Colby though. So did Colby. Yeah, it's, that's a good fight. It's a good fight. Now Usman versus Tyron. Who wins? Tyron versus Usman. What do you say? Uh, Tyron versus Usman against Kamara. Dude. Um, I got the pleasure to um, to train with Kamaru, and that dude is a very gifted athlete. That dude is crazy athletic, um, you know, great wrestler. He's a two-time national champion out of Nebraska, Kearney. 
I think that he um, he could give Tyron some big problems in this fight, and a lot of people are sleeping over him. Wow. So you're picking, so gun to your head. Who do you pick? I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with the underdog and go with Usman on that, man. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Did you see Usman's manager got Tyron, uh, Ali got Tyron upset because he called him the P. Diddy? He called him Diddy? Or P. <laughs> Oh man, that's great. Uh, Ali is is somebody that um, hasn't gotten a fair shake either, bro. I think that he has a lot of um, of past that he's tried to put behind him. But I, I feel like right now, as as the man he is, he's he's a great guy, and he he looks out for his fighters. Um, besides other fighters, he doesn't. He only looks out for his fighters, which is his job. Yeah, I mean, he does a good job for his fighters. You definitely cannot deny, can't deny that. I mean, some of his uh, his practices are a little strange, but um, but yeah, but like uh, by the way, hey, nothing against nothing against Tyrone either, dude, because like Tyron has shown that he's a champion. So I got the monkey god here. Uh, where can people follow you? Where can people see you? Yeah, man. Uh, you guys can go follow me on Instagram at the underscore monkey god. Same with Twitter. Uh, you can look me up at Jared Brooks on Facebook. And if you guys uh, want to listen to me rap sometime, just uh, hit me with a DM. I'll send you a rap. Okay, nice. And then when's your next – where can people watch your next fight? Yeah, it's uh, March 9th in Lansing, Michigan at uh, Total Warrior Combat against Josh Robinson at the um, – Causeway Bay Hotel and Convention Center. If you guys are, are around the area, I would love to see if you guys need tickets. Let me know. Nice, nice, nice. And is it going to be uh, streamed anywhere? Can I watch it on uh, on my like, computer or my TV? Um, I'm going to have somebody go live for me in the event. So um, anybody that wants to watch me, just follow me, and uh, you'll get to watch the fight. I love it. Well, thank you so much. You are the best. Hey, uh, yes. one more thing, Adam. Yes. One more thing. Um, two, uh, there's a guy on this card with me. His name is Chaos Williams. He's going to be uh, fighting on the same card. Everybody check him out, too. Uh, he has videos on World Star, MMA Globe that are over 500,000 views of him knocking people the fuck out. So watch out for him, too. Wow, Chaos Williams. Yep. And you guys train together? Yeah, he's here right right next to me. We were training right when you called me. Oh, nice, nice. Well, good luck to Chaos Williams. Love to get him on the podcast soon. Tell him, uh, give him, uh, text me his information. All right, man. Sounds good. I appreciate it, Adam. And you guys have a great day. Thanks a lot. Take care, brother. All right, brother. All right, that was Jared Brooks, the monkey god. Uh, listen, thanks for listening to the podcast. Uh, if you want to see me live, I'll be at the Dime Bar every Tuesday night. Uh, I will be uh, at the South Point Casino uh, March 1st. That's the night before the big UFC event. So if you're going to go to that, um, come see me. Uh, I'm at the Ice House Pasadena tonight, if you hear this. Um, Tuesday, uh, the, February 12th, I'm at the Hollywood Hotel. What am I, what the fuck am I talking about? I'm at the Laugh Factory with Michael Blackson. Uh, and then Saturday, 16th, I'm at the Comedy Hideaway in Santa Barbara. Sunday the 17th of February at the Wine Cellar in Apple Valley. March 1st at the Dirty at uh, South Point Casino. Um, and then I'm at the Black Box Theater in Boca Raton, April 12th, uh, April 19th to the 20th. And also I'm at the Long Beach, not Long Beach, I'm at the uh, Reno Laugh Factory, March 19th to the 24th. Sorry, I'm, the baby's trying to grab me and all kinds of stuff. All right, and then, uh, so yeah, that's where I'll be. Thank you guys so much. Uh, take care and enjoy your lives. Tune is on the hook,